Kia ora, good morning and welcome into Izzy and Kempi for breakfast here on SENZ. It has just gone four past six and uh, we have finished day one of the first test in Bangladesh in the World Test Championship. They won't go away. Mate, they're not. They're not going away. Oh, we talked yesterday about how uh, they're missing three of their biggest senior players. Yeah. Uh, well, they've obviously got some talent coming through. Now, they haven't dominated, to be fair, but a lot of them got starts, so... Uh, Mamadul uh, Joy got 86. He's top scored. He, he opened the batting uh, to 86 for him before uh, he was uh, caught Mitchell bold. Sodi for uh, for that 86. He's their top scorer at the top of the innings. Uh, Zakir Hassan was uh, bowled by Pat- AJS Patel for 12. Uh, Najmul Ashanto, who is the captain, uh, out for 37. Court Williamson bowled Glenn Phillips, who we didn't even think would play. No. Uh, well, Phillips actually really went on and had a good day. Uh, Mominal Hark uh, was also out for 37, caught Blundell, a uh, bold Phillips. Mashfakir Rahim was uh, out for 12, bold Patel, caught Williamson. Shadad Hussain, bold Phillips again, caught Nichols for 24. Mehid Mirage, uh, bold Jamison, caught Mitchell for 20. Nurul Hassan, bold Phillips, caught Blundell for 29. Naeem Hassan, uh, Bol Jamison caught Latham for 16, not out at the moment. Taijul Islam on 8 and Shoraful Islam on 13. So as soon as one of those goes, they're done. But 310 for 9, certainly more than I thought they would get. And Glenn Phillips, very much a part-time spinner, second ever test. Yeah. And the first time he's bowled in a test, and he takes 4 foot. Four, 4 foot and added to um, to the other spinners as a backup and pulls it off and gets 4 wickets. Uh um, Ratchan Ravindra missing out on the side who we thought would have been in there because of the, the tournament that he had so uh, I still think they got the upper hand Rick I still think you know I don't know what you think Robbie but um, I think the Black Caps have still got the upper hand they'll, they'll probably come out take that early wicket and then go on a go on a bit of a cuddle and then try and get as many runs as they can so they can put them back in Yeah well it's, it, I, th- I think well, as as normal it's, it's hard to know without seeing us bat Um yeah, I, th- I think uh, both captains would have batted first if they won the toss. Bangladesh did win the toss, chose to bat. Um, so, so yeah, it, it's hard to know. Se- second, um, second test at that ground. Uh, it was expected to be a batter-friendly batter wicket. Um, so, yeah, whether three tens par. Um, yeah, ho- hopefully we can knock off this tenth wicket pretty quickly and then get out and uh, score a decent amount of runs on the pitch. Yeah, they'll want to just bat once the Black Caps, won't they? Because otherwise we're looking at a draw. Yeah, pretty much. And they need the points. Yeah, need to get the points. I mean, this is an opportunity for them to get points on the board early, you know, against the Bangladeshi side, as we said, missing some top players. Uh, from a bowling point of view, Southie, uh, the captain, he bowled 14, uh, took none for 43. Jamison bowled 17, took two for 52. Ajaz Patel, two for 76 from his 24 overs. Ish Sodi, one for 71 from his 14 overs. Glenn Phillips, four for 53 from his 16. And uh, yeah, Jamison, uh, the tidiest of the bowlers in terms of economy, uh, bowled five maidens as well. He uh, he was very hard to get away. So looking forward to day two of that test starting at 4.30 uh, later on this afternoon, Kempi. And uh, we should get into uh, our Who Am I clue as well, because I've read this clue and I am none the wiser. Um, so not it's, that... Rob, it's Robbie and his clues, mate. You read the first clue and you go, well, it could be a thousand different people. 
Here it is, $100 Adidas golf voucher up for grabs. Get away with Adidas golf. Visit adidas.co.nz slash golf. T's and C's apply. Clue number one, I was born in Auckland and attended St. Kennegan College. I was born in Auckland and attended St. Kennegan College, double eight, double three. If you have an answer for us and want to win yourself that $100 Adidas voucher. You know who I had? My first thought yeah. when I read this was, Grant, uh, not Grant Fox, Ryan Fox. That was who I thought. I was like, oh, he's keeping it topical. Yeah. And then I went on and read the other clues, and I was like, it's not Ryan Fox. <laughs> so now I'm clueless. Yeah, well, that's probably – you probably let 40 million people that listen to our show every morning know that not to put Ryan Fox in. Yeah, so, so don't put Ryan Fox in, not him. Let's see who puts Ryan Fox in. Yeah, like, we'll have to see, <laughs> see how they go. All right, I, reckon, I reckon Mark Soys 12 puts it in. Yeah, yeah, well, you're probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> he is a South fan after all. All right, let's get into this. Round one. Now, International Rugby League uh, have announced a four-man list for the Golden Boot, Kempe. Yeah. And in that four-man list is three forwards. Um, I don't know if you've had a look at who's three on Three middle the, forwards. Three <clears throat> middle forwards as well. Um, Joey Tarpany, James Fisher-Harris, Payne Haas, and then England halfback Harry Smith is the fourth. Who do you like? <laughs> if they give it to Harry Smith... Mate, it's rigged. Right, you know, you know what I mean. Uh, because it, a lot of the a lot of the people, I'm pretty sure I've I've been to a Golden Boot up in the UK, and a lot of them are journalists from the UK that that this runs through. Um, having having Harry Smith in and amongst Payne Haas and and Fisher Harrison Tapere, they should have kept it topical like you just said, mm. and put another middle forward in there. You know, uh, they don't come along around that often where a middle forward picks up. The golden boot. It's either the. It's generally the glitz and the glam. The Lockyers, the Benjis, the Sean Johnsons, those type of players. Um, my pick for it, mm. James Fisher Harris. James Fisher Harris. All right, there you go. That is Kempe's pick for it. Let us know who you think should be uh, getting the uh, International Rugby League uh, Golden Boot Award. Let's crack on. Round two. The Tall Blacks have been handed a real tough draw. Now they what they have to do is they have to uh, qualify, right, for the Olympics. Um, and they didn't do it with the, the World Cup placing. So then they go into this other tournament with other teams that didn't make it from that t- tournament. Uh, but they go into this tournament, which is in Greece. Oh, no, in Spain later in the year. Sorry, no, it is in Greece. Uh, and they have to win it, right? So there's six teams in it, but you have to win it. Yeah. You have to beat the other it's, six teams. It is so tough for them. Here's who's in that uh, that playoff that they've got. So Slovenia, who finished seventh in the world yep. at the last World Cup, are in it. Croatia, the Greeks, Dominican Republic, and Egypt. Yeah, look, when I when I read that, Rick, I just thought I felt for um, Piero Cameron. Yeah, and the, the the coaching team. I'm a near. I'm not going to say it's impossible. Impossible but a near impossible task to go away to that tournament in Greece and and get the first spot because they're only actually going to put one team through that qualifying tournament. So it's not the only qualifying tournament. They have a few of them. Yeah. But New Zealand have been put in one of the, the most difficult quali- qualifying um, sections with other teams to get th- to get through. And like when you look at them, I think they finished somewhere in the 
was it 24th at the, or 27th of the last World Cup? Yeah. You're coming up against the top 10. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, Giannis uh, Antetokounmpo is going to be playing for Greece. Luka Doncic for Slovenia. Carl yeah. Anthony Towns is the, is the captain of the uh, Dominican Republic team. It's a tough go. And now, of course, we've got Steve Adams, who's who's out for the season in the NBA, so he he can't be there. No, not that he's ever been there before. Uh, yeah, and and you would, if you, but you would think that if he was going to be in a tournament, this would be the one. Yeah, yeah, possibly, especially where he's at in his career. So, but my question is, wasn't so much that because you know we love our tall blacks, and yep. we always want to see them play and play play against these big teams. But this is the essence of the Olympics, isn't it? You want the best of the best. Yeah, you do. That's exactly right. Like you want to get there and get down. You know, the the question is is sort of like, you know, when you're in the pools, like the All Blacks. Yeah. You know, and you're playing. You've got to get through uh, France, and then you've got to get through Ireland, and then you've got to get through South Africa to win the World Cup. And then people say, well, you know, I'd much rather be in England's pool. Well, if you win that World Cup, you want to beat the best. Yeah. You know, and they were, you know, and the All Blacks. Um, I was talking to a, a good mate, uh, Nick Mantell, last night at tea about the All Blacks, and just he he said basically wanted to switch the tally off. He got so frustrated that the referees and the and the TMOs had ruined the game by taking players off the pitch. Yeah, like just a purist view. Like I want to see fifteen against fifteen, and um, you want to see the best against the best. So, mate, if the I never say never with the tall blacks. Look, you throw a black jersey on and never back against them. But this is probably the hardest section for them to get through. You know, I want to see this tournament. I don't know if it's going to be televised, but I want to see this tournament because yeah. I think this is, you know, this is do or die, and I reckon there's going to be some great basketball played. So the best of the best. That's what we want to see. Uh, your thoughts on that draw for the tall blacks at double eight, double three is the temper bed post text machine. Round three. Is it a bit of an interesting one, uh, Kempi, uh, and can you get your thoughts? So LeBron James yesterday broke Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record for the most points, uh, sorry, the most minutes played in the NBA, right? So he's broken another record. He's played more minutes than anybody else in NBA history. But the Lakers got tailed up by 44 points, right? They, they lost 134 to 96 or something yeah. to, to the 76ers. It's in the top five biggest losses the Lakers have ever had. It is the biggest loss of LeBron James's career ever. And what, you know, so there's this whole, because we know the Americans love stats. Oh, he's played more minutes than anybody else in the NBA. <laughs> At years. what point does that matter? <laughs> does, it, does it stop mattering, those kind of stats? Well, it, well, it does, because the, the, the main thing for Le, LeBron James is they took their whole rotation off in the last quarter, and they were only down by, I think it was 19 at that stage, and they end up getting absolutely towed up, and he picks up another record, which is the fifth biggest loss from the um, LA Lakers in, in their, in their uh, lifetime, and he's got to sit down as, as one of the, the so-called goats and, and have to wear that um, after such a, such a wonderful career. The question is, when is enough enough? Why LeBron? is he still playing? Why, why are you doing that? And when, because when you watch him, he's not LeBron James that we knew um, or grew up watching. You know, he's a lot. He's less mobile. He doesn't put himself around the the, the court as much as he does. And and when they say, well, what's the problem? So they ask that question. So what's the problem? What what's the problem with the Lakers? Well, one of the problems is LeBron. You need to retire, mate. Mm. 
Like you need to you need to retire, let them rebuild a, a LA Lakers side that is actually going to go on and win a, a championship without you, you know. And and I just think when it, when the time is right, I'll tell you that story. I've never got to play a, a grand final for Waitara Bears, you know. It was I did it for the junior grades, but never for the premiers. And when I went on my um, I went on my football journey was at the age of seventeen, and I had that long career. Um, one of my goals was to go back to Waitara Bears and play and make sure we, I went to a grand final at Pukekura Park. By the time I got to that stage, yep. I was done, mate. I was like, no way in the world. I had a couple of games of rugby up here in Auckland, and that was it. I was like, nah, man, my body's just saying, don't don't even bother about that. Go down home. Everyone want to take your head off um, and, and stop playing. I just think LeBron James should you know, sit back, pick up Tom Brady-type money for commentating, and um, call it, it. Well, he doesn't even need any money, mate. No, he does not need any money. That is <laughs> that is probably the truest statement you've said so far this morning. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's an interesting one because he is on a max contract, right? He's been paid paid overs by the Lakers. A couple of years ago, they went all right. But the thing is, and LeBron's done this before. He did he did it at the Heat. He did it when he went back to the Cavs, and then he's done it at the Lakers. He tries because he's such a big name. He tries to dictate to everybody, including like the GM and the and the coach. So he basically like starts looking after recruitment and telling people how they should be playing. It's like rolling out. It's like rolling out a '68 280 SL Mercedes out of the garage when when they're all Ferraris on the mm. on on the on, you know being rolled out every other day, and um, you get the silk silkiness and the smoothness of the of the car, um, but you need the Ferrari to, to to deliver over a longer period of. A t- time, you know what I mean. So you're only rolling that out every Sunday. These other Ferraris being rolled out every day, and they're not not uh, getting along with it. So I think, I, you know, for me, I think it's time for maybe LeBron to call it a day. Otherwise, he, you know, he is going to get towed up a few times. And it, yeah. and it's not it's not good when you see that. Like I walked in this morning, I was like, mate, you see the Lakers, like LeBron James. What, what is he doing? He doesn't need that. No, he doesn't need that. But that's the team he's built. Yeah. Um. You know. So yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, it is 18 past six, and Robbie has. Breaking news. <laughs> well, it's breaking cricket news, lads. I'm sure you're going to bring this up in your headlines, uh, Ricardo, but it's just come through. Uh, Australia playing India in the third T20 at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, India 222 for three off their 20. Uh, Rutaraj Gaikwad 123 not out of 57. Uh, <laughs> it's a bit, a bit of bit of sort of B-sides playing. A couple of uh, World Cup uh, squad members playing in the teams, but it's, ba- it's basically a B-side, which for Australia and India doesn't really mean much, to be honest. Uh, um, Glenn Maxwell bowled one over, got hit for 30. Uh, but then... The big show. But then Australia, Glenn Maxwell, 104 not out of 48 balls, chased it down on the last ball. Wow. So 225 for five, 447 runs combined across both teams. So, uh, yeah, pl- playing playing in India, um, I guess not, not too bowler-friendly friendly I was going to say that it was a bit of a road by the sounds of it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs>